0: Welcome to the Software and Technology Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Landon Jones. No matter the industry, the HR executive of every company is looking for new ways to glean meaningful insights from their workforce and to improve the company's culture. Here to talk to us about an application that does just that, by engaging employees and socializing their successes, is Justin VandeHe, co-founder of Disco. How are you doing today, Justin?
1: I'm good. I'm doing great. Appreciate having me on.
0: Before we dive into Disco and everything that it can bring to the workplace, I wanted to kind of take a step backward and talk a bit about enterprise messaging in general. So things like Slack, Microsoft Teams. I know that I'm a Slack user. That's something that I've used in a couple of different newsrooms that I've worked in over the last couple of years. And I guess I would describe it as instant messaging for an office professional. Is that how you would describe it?
1: Yeah, I think it's really evolved over time. On the surface, it appears as sort of more of a just a simple messaging client that teams use to chat and communicate with one another, but over time, you know, platforms like Slack, I think have really redefined how employees communicate and engage with one another as far as uh just i more and more folks being remote, but also just richer sort of experiences within the messaging platform. So, you know, things like document sharing, record storage, and now, you know, like there's the opportunity to build applications like Disco on, you know, on top of, of those uh, solutions. So I think beyond just sort of a, a simple messaging client, which, you know, it started as that, I think has now become really a more robust solution for how teams connect, engage, communicate, Um, and has really become almost like the, like a new runtime or new operating system for uh, software and how, you know, how people interact with software and how they interact with each other.
0: And just infinitesimally faster than email, which is what I was using before our office started using Slack. Yeah, for
1: sure. I think uh, Slack's,
0: one of their, their missions
1: or vision was to, to eliminate email. I think uh, we've seen definitely, uh, you know, there's been a, a decrease in, I think, the volume of email and a lot of those teams that have adopted Slack. But I think it's more just about being in the place where employees are engaging and communicating and collaborating with one another. And I think these new forums like Slack open up new ways for that to to happen. So it's really, really exciting to see how that industry has changed and evolved over time.
0: So how does Disco use enterprise messaging and I guess, what led you to utilize Slack as the home for this application?
1: Actually, it stemmed from more of a personal discovery. Um, I started, uh, so as context, Disco is an employee uh, recognition uh, and employee feedback application that runs uh, in the solutions that employees love to use every day, like Slack, Microsoft Teams, Google Hangouts, Chat, and the genesis of the idea started when I was at Intuit. Uh, I was a product manager working in their HR solutions division, and um, Intuit as a really strong feedback culture. But as a manager, I sort of recognized that it was difficult to give and get feedback on interactions that were happening, you know, happening daily. And so there's a lot of traditional, more traditional legacy HR software applications that require employees to switch context or like leave their workflow to give feedback. And Disco actually started as an application that was not dependent on messaging. We, uh, we were a traditional sort of SaaS app that teams could use to give feedback and we just found that no one used it. (laughs) It was, it was, uh, it was difficult to get people to change their behavior. And so we sort of said, Hey, where can we meet employees where they work? And this was probably four years ago. Slack was on the rise as a, a really uh, powerful application, um, and said, "Hey, what what if we just rethought or rearchitected recognition and feedback within the tools that employees already love to use?" And um, and that's what led us to to Slack, and the rest is sort of history. We've we've got roughly you know thirty thousand companies now that use Disco uh, across. Uh, Slack, Microsoft Teams, and uh, Google Hangouts, um, and have been growing pretty quickly along with those uh, those solutions. So it's exciting to see how that's that's changed.
0: So, what are some of the benefits um, that a company could get from using Slack? And also, just kind of big picture, what sort of effect can an application or a software like Disco have on corporate culture, on on a business in general?
1: There is a, a huge trend of more and more. Employees working remotely or highly distributed teams, and so the nature of work I think is becoming one where solutions are needed to help people connect and engage with each other um, and and uh, stay connected. And so the be- the big benefit of Slack is it provides that medium to be able to to get in touch or even you know call or communicate um, with one another directly through. You know, through their platform. And the other really interesting opportunity, too, and, and as it pertains to to how Disco provides value here, is that more applications are being built on the backbone of it uh, to sort of help with um, you know workflows. So there's there's sort of two ways that we see this happening. There's more traditional software applications, you know, whether it be Salesforce or uh, Workday or you know ServiceNow, where it makes it easier for employees to Uh, interact with those software systems to get data uh, within their workflow. And then I think, you know, for applications like Disco that are very native to messaging, um, it actually just allows them to stay entirely in context so they don't have to jump around. And um, I think there's benefits both ways. And Slack really facilitates both interactions uh, super well. And the other really interesting opportunity as this market matures, is you look at products like Microsoft's, And Google is there's just a whole suite of other business applications as part of Microsoft 365 and um, the G Suite, which allows you to do some pretty cool things when you think about just employee productivity and workforce efficiency, Uh, whether I'm, you know, using Disco for Microsoft Teams and receiving kudos for doing great work in maybe um, in uh, maybe it's SharePoint or an Excel doc or I'm using Google Docs and you can just start to see how all of these different apps interface with core messaging experience and where applications like Disco can provide value on
0: top of that. Can we talk a bit more about the uses and benefits of Disco within a company? Real-time feedback and employee recognition are two of the big things, but do you have any personal stories or examples of the way these things are used in a workplace?
1: Absolutely. The core of the benefits as you nailed are, really it comes down to uh, employee experience and just feeling more appreciated for the accomplishments and things that you do during the workday. I think the high level statistic is that roughly 80% of the professional workforce feels like they're disengaged or don't feel appreciated for their work, which I think is, or just hates showing up to work, which I think is a tragedy. Just given how much time we spend there, it's really sad to still see that level of dissatisfaction in in uh, in the workplace. As a couple of use cases for this, Condé Nast uh, is an example. They they had a huge uh, shift in just product strategy where they were um, looking at sort of what is the future of publishing and uh, thinking about what. The next generation of not only their their product, but the next generation of the talent and the and and uh, workforce looks like for Condé Nast, and so they they looked at Disco and as a Slack customer on how could they use Disco to help engage and drive up um, appreciation rates and levels within their company during periods of transition in this uh, this shift in the culture and. Uh, I think the average employee during the time in which they were deploying and rolling out Disco exchanged 44 pieces of feedback per month through the app. So it was a ton of super high level impact and you know an activity on a just a peer-to-peer feedback and recognition basis. The other uh, aspect that we've seen, we have teams that use Disco heavily in customer support. So we worked with a company, uh, called LiveWatch out of Topeka, Kansas, who used Disco heavily to uh, help appreciate and recognize their customer support agents. And Disco not only had the ability to raise how appreciated those agents felt, but it also impacted their their uh, their end customer satisfaction score. So they were able to boost their their CSAT measure by I think five or six percent. Um, because their agents felt more appreciated and connected. And that was translating to the benefit to the end customer and having more positive interactions with LiveWatch's end customer, which is pretty cool because it, it is a direct correlation uh, from customer satisfaction to revenue and retention. So pretty pretty cool to see the ripple effect that, uh, that things like recognition can have on the workforce.
0: Is there a way for HR executives to... Gain some sort of insight from the way that people are using Disco and these interactions. Is there some sort of data that a company can gain from this?
1: The way that teams typically deploy and use Disco, as I mentioned, really sort of a a bottoms-up adoption and growth strategy. A lot of our distribution will happen through the platform app directories, so whether it's Microsoft, uh, Google, or Slack, where uh, anyone with the ability to administer, or deploy a, a application or bot within their workforce can install Disco, and from there it, it usually grows uh, organically and spreads organically within a matter of the first couple of weeks. And so the idea with that is we really want to we want to use true employee engagement as the proof point that this is something that teams and employees and uh, companies want to continue to use. So. In parallel to all the engagement that's happening, which within those platforms with disco, we start to collect and aggregate that information for the culture and HR executives. So we built contextual triggers and prompts into the experience so that as an HR professional, you don't have to prod or poke people to respond to a survey or remind them to do this. It it automatically just sort of summarizes the information and in the engagement data. And then we've built uh, An insights and analytics uh, interface for them to log into and access. Uh, we also push some of those insights and statistics back into Slack as well to make it easier for them to see sort of what the engagement rate looks like. To answer your question, all of that, yeah, is is available and, and visible for the uh, the culture and HR executive.
0: Is this sort of thing something that's new? I guess I I can understand where people are making new applications or software to sell to consumers, but is it new to specifically design them for businesses or for HR purposes?
1: I, I think there's an evolution of how this space is evolving. Messaging is is definitely not, is definitely not new. Neither are bots or apps for that matter. So I think you've seen a couple genesis uh, or evolutions of this if you think back to the, the first you know initial messaging clients. Um, where there were there were bots, there were automated bots and responses built into messaging. I think, you know, this time around, the experience, and even if you look at it on the enterprise side, products like Yammer um, or others that have been around, but maybe not as widely adopted, I think the experience has become much richer. I think the evolution of the the messaging products themselves have started to make for more valuable and interesting workflows. I also think the underlying technology in which, you know, I know Slack is putting a ton of effort into discoverability and using machine learning to help make the experience better for its customers, which is something that hasn't, you know, hadn't been done in prior iterations or generations of, of messaging. So I think that, yeah, the, the change of how messaging has evolved is, has been exciting to see. I think as it pertains to HR, uh, and it sort of relates to, I guess, a change that we see happening more broadly in the HR technology space. It's almost like the democratization of HR technology, Uh, and it's it's really what Slack achieved for messaging, which was a bottoms-up growth strategy. I think, you know, more and more employees are having a say on what technology products is, specifically HR products um, that they prefer to use. And so I think that's sort of a, a different way of tackling the problem where employees are actually having the ability to influence which solutions get adopted and used within their companies. I think that is very different than more of the traditional tops down uh, B2B SaaS sales and marketing experience. So that's been pretty cool to see. And I think you know businesses like Dropbox and Slack uh, and Evernote and others like that are are really really pioneering in in that and uh, disco's disco's one of those that we you know that we're we 're modeling that The thing that i 'm most excited about with this shift in in the movement as I mentioned these messaging platforms are almost becoming like the new operating system for the for the enterprise uh, as it pertains to to disco and applications that have the ability to interact with employees this way um, is we're starting to, we're starting to gain really strong insights into performance and what people are really, you know, really great at. And so whether that be, you know, being able to live and lead through your values, that's one of the things that you can do with Disco is you can actually set up your core company values as dedicated emoji. And then when you give recognition, it allows you to tag and categorize those within the the experience. Over time, we want to start to build more intelligence into that to help employees uh, build almost like a, a better version or a more authentic version of their professional reputation uh, based on the connections that they have with their peers and the things that they're being endorsed for. So we see that as a really, a really powerful opportunity and a way to, to redefine other HR categories beyond recognition that are,
0: uh, are in, in need of innovation. Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com backslash industries and subscribe to previous podcast articles and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Landon Jones. Until next time.